0: Hi there, this is Jim the Keys, bartender, coming to you from North Key Largo. I'm here with Jenna Kelly. This is actually
1: regular Key Largo. He keeps saying I
0: now. keep saying North Key Largo. You know, it just gives <laughs> us more things. From downtown Key Largo. From
1: downtown Key Largo. Center City,
0: we're Key not, Largo. We're not North Key Largo. Because there's no center to Key Largo. And just like that fucking lady from Chicago that gave me a hard time we, asking for the shopping district one time. <laughs> And he said, oh, what do we need shopping? Oh, the Tradewinds Plaza. There's some stores there, but I don't know. So oh, I want to walk. I said, you can walk. It's not that much. So, no, there's like 50, 60 stores. And I said, maybe between here and Isle Mirada, and all that. Yeah. Uh, she goes, no, on one street. I said, are you thinking Key West? Did you confuse? Oh. Did you think we were only like two miles long and, and that was it? And then you're mad at me. Because, because, because I lived sudden, in Philadelphia a year ago. I knew, but I knew, I knew that it was that before I moved here. I knew. You know, but and we're yeah. talking about what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about uh Cubans. We're we well, are gonna talk about Cubans and Cuban
1: migration in the best
0: way, in Cuban migration. I and, know and when you say that at Cobanos you know, and say like stuff like that. I have a lot of friends of mine uh, that are, are, are Cubans. I have Mexican friends. I have mm-hmm. Cuban friends. I have uh, a friend of mine, Danny, uh, uh, who's uh, Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican
1: friends. We have Argentinian friends. We have all kinds of we have all, all friends. We, we, have, but biggest, friends.
0: Uh, biggest. we have Polish friends. Well, I was we talking about Latins right have now. We
1: have all kinds of friends.
0: No, we do. African Americans, yes about that.
1: Absolutely. But
0: they're American. I just call them Americans. They're all Americans. Well, Almost we're all, all the Americans. People we're talking about. We live here. Even if, yeah. All. Yes. So, South Florida in uh, itself has a much, in the last 60 years, 60 years has seen a great, uh, I'm, I'm not going to do a-, a Influx. P- influx. Uh, well, let's go back hundreds of years. Originally, the Spanish settled here. St. Augustine was a Spanish- uh, Colonial city. Yes, for years it was the oldest city in North America, uh, oldest European settled city in North America. Oh, that's uh, because there were Native Americans that had cities here, uh, especially uh, the um, the Aztec, the Mayans, the
1: uh, which. Hail from Mexico,
0: Anigazi, or whatever that stuff in Southwest.
1: Aztec, uh,
0: Mayan, is Mexico. Was it in there? near Arizona? There used to be a civilization there, a real old one that disappeared. Oh,
1: you're talking about uh, an American Indian.
0: Well, they're all American Indian. You know.
1: Well, Az- Aztecs and Mayans are not American.
0: Indian. It's all North America, so they're American. They're indigenous people.
1: We, well, okay. So
0: North America so starts. American North Central America Central starts Central. from the uh, Panama. North
1: Is no the Central America you
0: No know, people don't even really Want to say Central America anymore But I mean Okay let's go Mexico then
1: Okay so
0: Mexico and stuff like that No but let's jump
1: up to Arizona Because I'm confused They're
0: like, indigenous what? Americans
1: Indigenous from Arizona would
0: But be even what? there, they're not you, we're, the, all, it, all it is Is, is 20 No 12,000 20,000 years ago the the invasion from Asia started, a migration, started over land bridge, and they came into North America, and made their way all the way down to uh, Tierra del Fuego. If I'm not correct, I'm just doing out of pulling that out of.
1: I would, uh,
0: yeah, Argentina, the, the tip, the tip of Argentina. It's
1: only the tip. It's okay. The tip's just the tip.
0: It's just the tip. It's all right. So. <laughs> So so they started coming. They got here much earlier than we did. Much earlier. Mm. There's truly no native american other than maybe some mammoths, some birds and things like that. It's funny when people talk about, about iguanas are being and uh, and there's oh, yeah, very and few there's very few native
1: and uh, the the history oh, the
0: history of the world is always
1: For the Navajo, Navajo was the big one, right?
0: Navajo? No, no In southwest Navajo. there was one before, before there was one yeah, from... Navajo, de Is de he off. off see, uh, Jenna's talking to people that Apache. don't have a mic. She's talking to people right now.
1: Sorry, I was getting information from Papa. No,
0: there was a a large civilization that disappeared before we arrived, before the Europeans arrived, that was in the southwestern part of the United States. And, uh, fairly, fairly well yeah, we're very, fairly well advanced. And they, they uh, there was some kind of clim- clim- uh, climactic change that... Uh, Ruined their farming civilization. Yeah. Yes. hmm And the main... And so what, what happened is the Europeans are... The Europeans came here and... So Florida... Uh, uh, the first people came here were Which native... native, Indigenous, indigenous okay. Americans okay. or Native Americans. And then the, the Spanish. And then late the uh, acquisition by the former... British colony, now the United States and acquired it. we were talking and, about the Cuban infiltration. Well, yeah, and, and, and the Keys but. unique, the Keys unique to the rest of the South. The one thing, unique thing about the Keys.
1: Well, first of all, let are, me explain
0: the history on this. An archipelago. Key West never during the Civil War, Key West always remained in the Union. Always remained. There was never a time where the Confederacy controlled the, uh, Key West. So uh, the Keys are insular compared to, to South Florida. And since 60 years ago, there was always a Latin influence in Florida and Tampa. There was uh, Cuban migrants that would come here and they, they made their cigars and stuff like that. But the huge influx came right after Castro uh, started throwing yeah. over the Batista government And then you had the opponents come over here So it was a large influx of uh, the 50s or Late 50s Late 50s uh, 59, 60, and 61 Because right. they started falling apart um, Well, it was over It was over by the time that, uh, Kennedy took over Castro was in charge For at least a year or two and then uh, there was another influx and uh, this is where there's some dispute going on Uh, a lot of people that wanted to throw shade at my Cuban brothers they'd say that Castro opened up the prisons and let every undesirable Cuban out, but that's not necessarily the whole picture because there was a lot of Cubans who were opponents of Castro that were in that mayoral too. If you were, you were, some of the people that were in prison were in prison because they opposed the regime, not just because they were criminals. Now, right. if you call someone, a, I mean, that, I think that's a false positive. If you disagree with the government and they decide, well, now you're a criminal. Yeah, that's not the same, is it? Right, Jenna? Are you wait, are no, with I me or not with me? For
1: Papa, because he's an right. entire trooper. Do you hear he that part? Have, I did hear that
0: part. Yeah, because you're not a real criminal just because you oppose who's well, in charge. Absolutely
1: not. Yeah,
0: and but. um, so they they came uh, for, I believe, um, you know, you I got me and piss off some people. I mean, they added to the melange of uh, cultures here. I mean, made South Florida heavily uh, Latin. And and, and uh, so it's as much a Cuban, it's a Cuban-American culture in South Florida. Miami-Dade uh, is the center of it. It's the capital of, uh, you know, uh, after Havana, yeah. uh, the largest uh, concentration of uh, Cubans in, in the world. And
1: Yeah, oh, I would agree.
0: Yeah, and, and, and given their druthers, if they had the resources, they'd probably be able to take back the whole island if, uh, you know, with their how committed they are again so but we're there are a lot of their children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren right now i know some we we, we down here we're, we're it's in the middle we're still in the middle of the um uh well the beginning of the mini season and we get a lot of people coming down there from it and it turns out you know that small group of people there's a small group of people that cause most of the problems And when you're in a place that is heavily Cuban, you think that that problem is a Cuban problem. And the same thing happens when it's an African-American community. And someone, if you're in an African-American community and there's crime, it's most likely committed by an African-American. But if you're in a white, let's say an all-white community, let's say in West Virginia, there's some badass white people, poor white people that commit a lot of crime. Some bad people. And in all these other countries of the world, Poland, Italy, uh, Sweden... Norway, their prisons are full of people that are Norwegian, Polish, Italian, and and things like that. It's just the way it is. So there's no group of people, and we were just discussing before that about Australia being the prison colony, the penal colony for the British Empire. Originally, the United States was. Georgia was a big thing. They used to send it to Georgia, uh, and South Carolina was a, uh, they send their prisoners over and say, you know what, listen, I know we could do it, and instead of spending our time... Keeping our prisoners here, we'll just send them over to the United States and have them work in the fields, you know, get plant tobacco and things like that. And until they figured out doing cotton, and then they figured out how lucrative the slave trade was, the triangular trade. So, but Stupid. right now, you know, of uh, two, what, uh, uh, many of our politicians are Cuban American, Marco Rubio, um, uh, uh, the, our congressperson uh, is a. Uh, uh, Cuban American. Uh, there's um, not so much down in the Keys, though. The Keys did maintain its—I uh, couldn't even call it cracker culture. These are old Co- white people. That yeah, they're but from the north. Old white. They're people. from the Midwest. They're from all, all these stuff, but it's not—it's not a yeah. Southern culture. Uh, but they do have the Cuban. We do have the uh, the little Cuban stores with the. Uh, you know, making up the Cuban lunches and stuff like that. No, That's yeah, great. Cuban yeah. coffee, Cuban bread, Cuban pork, dirty rice. Dirty rice is rice with uh, 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 black beans, uh, uh, onion, peppers. Uh, whatever I, if I knew how to make it, I would make making it myself.
1: You're not a Cuban. It's okay. You don't have to know how.
0: I, you know what? <laughs> I incorporate other. I, I, I piecemeal pick from other cultures. I like it. The one thing I. I probably won't do is I, I probably won't uh, borrow anything from Indian culture, and that's Asian Indian, not because I have a problem with Asian Indians. I don't like curry. My sister fed me curry one time, some meal. I told every time I, I always come back. I, I must, uh, I must be like a broken record. But, and we're going to get back to this Cuban thing. But she fed me curry one time. And when I lived 30 miles away from my house when I was visiting her and she was feeding me lunch. And on the way home, from the time I got on the turnpike to the time I got home, I needed to use the facilities. Bathroom. The two and two? Yeah. I needed to go to bad. I barely made it. I barely made it. It was like I it was on a cork for about 35 minutes waiting that, And I couldn't eat anything with curry. I don't even like smelling curry anymore. <laughs> So let's come back to Cuba. What were you going to say about the kid? Well, you had a whole bunch of stories talking about it when I when I started doing it. And you didn't go into it. You got distracted.
1: No, no, it's just the um. You come on. The culture is a little difficult to get used to.
0: Well, they're big on the family over there.
1: Uh and so am I. Well. Yeah. Um. But it's disrespect.
0: There's, there's, well, a lot of them seen. You know, a lot of times when... It, um, it's when it, uh, Just think of this. Think about it in New York and stuff like that. You think it... Because they do their own thing. They don't really think about asking people. When they do the party, I do a party, and you, these people don't like partying. That's their problem. They don't like partying until 2 in the morning. We like partying until 2, two in the morning. Well, that's their problem. They're, gonna, they're living in my world, not theirs. That happened with almost every culture that came here. The Irish, the Italian, the Polish. When they came in big groups, they found power in their... Uh, solidarity And they get together And they do their own thing And they say fuck you You know Because in a lot of right. places When they get right No that's That's what that's, they do
1: if that's what they Once they do, mature
0: Once they matures, you No but once When I say They're not immature But once their place In society Matures to a level That they're integral to it Like sons of Italy Right
1: Well Well And hello being, Papa Joe Being
2: uh, Born in Miami
0: Hold that mic a little closer, please. Um,
2: you know, I, my neighborhood was Cuban, Irish, Jewish, and Italian. Yeah. And each of those cultures were based on respect and traditions and community and family. And so the the Cubans that came here and had been here and then the Cubans that came immediately as the Castro regime was gearing up immediately after, the first ones that fled, these these were people that I found no different at all from, and their stories no different than my family stories from Italy during the war, and they were cohesive, Um, like Italians, they stuck amongst Italians, you know Cubans stuck amongst the Cubans and it's that was not anything unusual, but they were also community oriented and uh, you knew your neighbors and, and it was based on respect. you raised your children with respect. I mean there there was no difference in in that Latin culture than my Latin culture. Uh, we, we've since called it a Hispanic co- culture because of the Spanish background versus just Latins, but Latin culture is no different than, you know, w- w- the needs of a family, what a mom and a dad want for their children are no different. I don't care what culture you're from. Uh, what I, You're talking about, you know, crime in various cultures. Every culture has crime, but I found that there is a constant that alters the amount or the percentage of crime in a culture and that constant is poverty yep and the more impoverished a group is the, the more disconnected uh, a, a group is generally you have a higher tendency of crime and and the crime is perpetrated upon their own primarily
0: so just like the Cosa Nostra when it, when it yes. came in the United States, yes. they were, it would started uh, protection rackets, uh, whatever they did they uh, they did inside their community and eventually you know they go outside. Obviously, the Russian uh, the Irish mob, uh, the Russian uh, okay, mob heard, in the seventies and 80s, the eighties, the eighties uh, the in, in uh, the where the Russian government started releasing some of their they call them the refuseniks. People that they said there were opponents to the government, but encased uh, in, in case, and some of them were Russian uh, uh, mobsters. And uh, what a lot of times what they do when they come over here, and especially it, it, it turns, they have ties to their home country, too. And right now, the, uh, the Gambino family is trying to reestablish ties. Uh, the, uh, um, Sicilian uh, or either C- Sicilian families are trying to reestablish ties between them and Sicily are trying to reestablish because that was broken because there was a sa- there was a savvy Sicilian prosecutor uh, or a uh, law enforcement officer that saw that uh, there was a way uh, he saw the big picture on how to go after uh, the Cosa Nostra and he did it and you remember seeing a- videos of videos of the guys in the in the having a- the trials and they're all in the jail cells you ever see that in Sicily they're at a trial and the guys don't stand behind a, a desk. The criminal is in a cell in the court because they're considered so dangerous. They couldn't even put them in shackles and bring them out. They had uh, sol- they'd have soldiers all around the, the courthouse. It was that lawless. They said, oh, they killed kill. Oh, my God. They were so bad. But much like in Columbia and much like in Ireland, there's no, there's nobody in Chicago in, in the 1920s and 1930s. It's, it's, it's not unheard of in the United States here. So we always kind of, you know, when you call some. Uh, was Gambinos from the 1930s? No, Gambino, Gambinos ran it into, right, Papa? from the 1930s. But they, they're, they're, still get, they're still around. Oh, you didn't know that?
1: No, I said I thought they were from the '30s. I, uh,
2: I actually had the uh, uh, the, the uh, what would you oh, call that? It? Close the, the benefit of or the uh, uh, the honor of arresting uh, a Gambino? Uh, yes,
1: Pop- Papa is a retired trooper.
2: Yeah, and uh, it was for uh, uh, the, the usual racketeering was one yeah. of it, and it, it involved money laundering and and dope, and um, that was right here in Miami you know and these are things that when you lose your perspective yes and when you 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 become um, aggravated by the day in and day out
0: things uh it's really easy to take your finger and say oh those people those people yeah those that's why I was trying to equate do we so so because there's such a high percentage of people down here okay. are cuban you don't it's 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 easier to spot them but if you look on key, keys uh so, so and stuff like that or my there's tons uh, proportionally the same amount uh, is is equally re- represented. <laughs> is equally represented. And let me give you a little note on something. Jeffrey is it Jeffrey Epstein? Yes. Is room is he going to be rooming with El Chapo? Well, he'll be in the same prison. He's in the same prison as El Chapo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, guessing. Chapo. And uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, a uh, American billionaire. And a Mexican drug lord. Now, if you can't see two... And, and Jeffrey Epstein just happens to be... He could very well have been Irish-American. He happens to be Jewish. But he could very well have been Irish-American or Polish or any any other group. You know, but what I'm just saying, you could pick... You can pick that. And that guy did... And he did human trafficking. That's human trafficking. The guy's uh, I mean, under indictment... Under indictment, he was still dating... Bringing, he said to his, uh, his place in, was it Mexico or, or wherever his resort, his island was, he has an island. He, they joke about him landing while he's under indictment with a plane load of girls. Yeah, he never stopped. He never stopped. He never stopped. So he was a serial sex offender. He um,
2: blatantly did it in yeah. front, in, in the so open. He's out on uh, parole.
0: Uh, the idea is. I would
1: speak right now, but not tins. now. He's not. They but refused my, the but parole. But my chin's well, on
0: now, the floor. Now, now they the You're saying time, you're, you're you're speaking the about first time. He was right, out on parole. Yeah. You know, the uh,
2: the attorney, the, the United States attorney out of Miami, lets him lets him have this sweetheart deal, mm-hmm. where they don't even notify the victims of the deal, which is a violation of court rules, and they let him actually go to work, twelve hours a week, which means. Four or five days a week, he gets to go to his office. And evidently, he also went to his island. He went to his five-story mansion in Manhattan. And he's ordering up young girls. I mean, not young as in young adult girls.
0: 14, children. 14, 13, 14, He's a serial 13. sex offender. He's a loony.
2: And so he, uh, yeah, uh, he deserves to be, yeah, you know, buying bars forever. Yeah. forever,
0: forever. But, no, no, the way I bring it on there, it's like if you were going to pick a group, Down here, like people have a way to paint with a very wide brush and go and say, God damn Cubans. Well, you know what? I mean, it's nothing like, I mean, some really good Cuban music. I mean, uh, some Cuban food. It's very exciting.
2: Cuban culture, I'm sorry, would be a boring podunk because that's what it was. Now, some people say, well, it was nicer when it was, you know, a quiet town. Mm-hmm. No, no. But Miami is a metropolitan. Uh, it's the center in this hemisphere for South American commerce. Three minutes. And it is a very important city. And without, not just Cubans, but without Hispanic in general influences, uh, Miami is a sleeping nothing zero, zero town. And, and, and geographically, it's not set up to be a zero town. It is perfectly... Uh, situated to be the focal point of south American Central American commerce, you know it's just it's just grown that way, and unfortunately right. it's also grown with the bad parts that come out
1: I know. love a lot of the the positive parts. I love it. I love the. the
0: I the I know. Just like part evil. of the thing that makes exciting. Like, it exciting. Just like so just like New York. Just like New when They
1: come to you and they, and I'm a white girl. Well, I'm a brown yeah. girl up north, but down here I'm a white girl. And they give you kisses and they hug you and I love them and there's so many of them that I just adore.
2: Listen, listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. You can talk a little bit like everybody around you.
1: I can do you're it. You're missing
2: out. It's
1: okay. You're I always tell out. everybody in my office huh? I know three words. Uh. Okay,
0: I think we're, I, 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 what?
1: They say, do you speak Spanish? I said, yes, I know three words. And I'm a finance director, remember people. So I said, firma aquí, which means sign right here. (laughs) Iniciales a key, which means initial <laughs> and my third word is a service.
0: <laughs>
1: so I think it's a perfect time. To take I think, I think it break.
0: is it certainly <laughs> is. And uh, say hello to my little friend. Hello yes, to my little my friend. friend. <laughs> okay, we're going to be taking a little break right now. <laughs>
1: Whether you're one of our regular visitors to the Florida Keys or you can't wait to visit for the first time, you'll want to stay up to date on everything that's going on in the Florida Keys. To learn all the secrets, tips, and the stuff we don't talk about to anyone but each other, visit 43keys.com. Sign up for our newsletter and never miss any of the exciting things we have planned for you. That's 43keys, the number four, the number three, keys.com.
0: We're back. You know, just during the break, uh, Papa Joe and Jenna I uh, uh, he uh, he prompted me about the uh, the wedding I went to, and I I, I, th- I did speak about it on a, a previous episode about the amount of food that they served at the wedding in Poland, and uh, it was an inordinate amount of food, and I as a younger man i i said 'm a i could eat a lot as a younger man not as much as i i'm definitely not i i'm not about one half capacity as i used to but uh now uh, i'm i still a big eater but not not nearly as much almost every culture papa Joe right i mean in the united states uh every culture when you have a wedding it's like they want to see how much they feed you, can feed you. You were talking about uh, you went to you know, two weddings in, in Italy and one in France, right?
2: Uh, three actually in Italy. One, two three in the in south, it. one in the north. And
0: you said to Bordeaux. Yeah. In Bordeaux, yeah, in France. Yeah. And each one, in the first one, you said? Seven courses. Seven courses. 23rd, so what, 23rd, so 23rd. what we got? What, it's, 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 it's interesting because we got this thing in my head right now. The United States whenever Europeans come over here and say you Americans make your uh, your plates are so big and your portions are so big, but our experiences in 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 Europe right now you can go into a thing for wait, weddings anyway for weddings, yeah but I mean. How many calories can you eat and how they'll only carry on? Why do you have to consume 5,000 calories? You only really need 2,500, 2,600, 2,800, depending on your size and how active you are. I mean, you're not doing yourself any good. It's not like you're spreading it out over two weeks. But
2: it's a, you
0: know? it's a status thing. No,
2: because food is so much part of the culture. And sharing of food is part of the culture. Mm-hmm. And the celebration of a wedding that feeds, it's all it, I, culture drives those events. So, yeah, Europeans are very frugal with with their portions, yeah. and and uh, they're, they're, you know they don't eat a lot, and uh, they're they're not
0: Central Europe. I'll tell you that um, because they, I mean, I've gotten meals over there; they were definitely pretty big. I ordered, a bur- I mean, I had a burger. Right. I went to a place, and they go i seen a burger, and, a, and, and it, the prices are so cheap. So I'm at this place, and it looked like they said they made all their food, you know, with none, none of it was frozen to make it fresh. So they had a cheeseburger, and I want to try their cheeseburger. Now, first of all, they cook it well-done. And um, it had a cheeseburger, and they had a double cheeseburger. I said, ah, take the double cheeseburger. Well, that was like one of those monster food things they got. It was. I'm, 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 I have this 16-ounce can of beer, and it was pretty much as high as that. You know what high is that can and how do you bite in this you know you could bite this part bite this part Did you kill I mean that that's the high, height of the, the burger and um, I realized at that point you had can say nothing to Americans this was not a big eat big food eating place this wasn't a, the Golden Corral or anything like that I just went in there I saw the price I said oh well this burgers this burger six dollars. With fries, with fries, I'm going, oh, well, it can't be, how big could it be? But when you go,
2: when you live there,
0: and and you're in their homes, they don't eat that. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, Those are usually in restaurants. Most of those restaurants cater to a transient group, usually tourists. Um, Italy, for instance, because most of my time was spent in Italy. Um, They're very savvy. They understand that Americans come, Americans have big appetites, and the first thing an American's going to complain about is a small dish of pasta. Uh If they fed you what they eat in their own homes, uh, trust me, I've listened to, like in Rome, Mm -hmm. on the piazzas, in the the cafes on the piazzas, Americans do not hesitate to just begin bitching about, what is this? This is not enough. Right, right down to what is it you don't you why you don't have ketchup I mean I've heard it all <laughs> I've heard it all and now when you go and you're living there and as a child I would spend yeah. three months at a time there um, it, it, they are small they're they' whatever the, the portionalities are what you need it's fine it fills you but it's not like say it's not just pasta it's gonna be pasta it's gonna be a little meat it's gonna be uh, salad um after dinner there's a you know fruit you, you know there's you you consume a lot and it's usually very well balanced mm. when the weddings for instance uh my one cousin gets married in uh, in naples in a beautiful resort
0: on a cliff uh overlooking the mediterranean it's the most picturesque the guy that wrote uh they wrote Pinocchio was the house on the lower part and then you said above it was pillboxes from World War II, right? Right, so at the the very
2: bottom near the water was uh, the the house where that story was written, where the author Mm -hmm. wrote it and uh, because he's a national treasure um, the the, the state builds a house over the house to preserve it and then as you come up that cliff there's the pillboxes from World War II because Naples, that was one of the Access. Very hard-fought yep. lines in the, in the American encroachment up the peninsula, and then on the top is the resort mm-hmm. and um, seven-course meal. And I found myself getting angry, mad at the fourth, and by the fifth course, it, you know, it yet another plate of food and it and huge plates of food. And the reason why it's different is because, two reasons. It's a celebration, yeah. a, bear, a wedding, you have all your family. And to show that you've made it, to show that you're successful, it also shows that you, as a man, you're, you're capable of caring for the woman. So you're gonna, tr- this is, the subliminal message is, your daughter is safe with me. So the, it, everything is on the grand scale. Unfortunately, when you're sitting there as a guest, <laughs> you're the seven courses and and of course, you know, there is grappa uh, which is a, a yeah, it's a
0: fermented wine. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's potent a, as hell. It's a well, it's it's made from the residue of winemaking right. and they, and they use uh, it's uh, it's it's rather than foment, it's distilled. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's well, a, a distillate. It's like drinking fire. It's a distillate. Yeah, it's a distillate of the residue from winemaking. I had grappa before. It's like really hard vodka. It's harsh. It's, harsh. it's, it's harder than if, vodka. It burns going down. Now, there
2: there's some really refined grappa. that It's yeah. a little... You smoother. filter, yeah. But you're not a man in Italy if you drink that. I mean, if you're going to... And, and the men drink grappa. You're, you wouldn't find... There would be very few women that step up to a bar right. and say, "Give me grappa." Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's flowing. That would be like shots, mm-hmm. right? And then, of course, there's wine, and then there's other there's other distilled spirits there. There's bourbon and and rum and yeah, scotch and everything else. So, uh, and of course, there's like any celebration. There's there's dancing and but it goes on. It it, it went on, pro- late afternoon, did not end till well after midnight. Um, and so that was one cousin's wedding. The next year I go back for the his... his. It's actually mm. his cousin. Yep. You could say it's like my other cousin. Well, he had to outdo his cousin. So instead of seven courses, he had nine courses. And, you know, the bar was bigger. Everything was bigger. The band was bigger. He just had to... He, it was... He, he couldn't just say, "Well, I'm as successful as my cousin. I'm more successful." Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it. The culture plays in that in Bordeaux, and the one in northern Italy was a little more refined. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's that aggravates some Italians. You know, the difference between southern Italians and yeah. northern Italians, but it was in a in a, in a more formal. Mm-hmm. Venue. Let's just say that. When you say northern, was it way north? Is in Milan? Oh no, oh, that is way north. Is oh way shit! North. Holy shit! And uh, and it was it was somewhere around five courses. It was a little more uh, doable, yeah. as far as not getting mad at how much food you're eating. But Bordeaux, Bordeaux mimicked my first cousin's. Oh really? It, the, the food was it was just endless food, endless booze, endless dancing, joking. Uh, it, it, I mean, when they say when they open the doors to a celebration, that's their, everyone's time to shine. Yeah, and they don't hold back. I've been to towns. There's a town in Tuscany. It's a, it's a little. It's a medieval town. Uh-huh. It's on a hilltop, and they have a pig festival every year. Yes, and there, there's hogs that that roam wild in Chianti, mm-hmm. and uh, once a year they thin. The flock, because they damage the yeah. vineyards, and they have a pig fest. A lot of towns do this, but this one particular town I was at was, like, the best one at it. They've been doing it for, I don't know, and I'm not kidding, almost a 1,000 years. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay. That it was not sense.
2: unusual there, right? The entire town, there's, like, 40 houses on top of this hilltop. Mm-hmm. Everyone opens their doors. They put tables out on their balconies, their living rooms, mm-hmm. their terraces, and everyone gets a pig, and every family has a family recipe for, for cooking pig that's as old as the town, because these families, they're not transient. They trace their lineage yep. back. So the whole town opens up. There's parades, fireworks, and it's a, it, it, it's a free-for-all with food, yeah. and you just go from house to house to house, and so when they when Europeans celebrate food, yeah, or if food is involved, my experience is they go all out. You're going to just eat a lot. However, on a
0: day to day, you know, you're living there. You're you're going to see. I, 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 this is my. the one thing I don't fucking understand. Uh, how in hell? When I was younger, I I was the guy that ate sixty four. I can eat sixty four. Chicken McNuggets in a contest in a seating, and that's after I. Before I knew it was in a contest, I ate two Big Macs before that. But um, uh, you got to be in training. You got to keep on doing it. If you guys go see the Fourth of July eating contest, the uh, Coney Island one, those guys are doing that every week. They're, if you if you don't do it, then you lose your abilities. I don't quite understand how you can eat a little all the time, which you really don't. I mean, right now I don't. I don't eat. Why well, I ate a lot? You know, I ate a fucking lot today. I ate like a fucking uh, Italian. I made um, <laughs> this past week. I made um, I made a big pot of gravy. Big thing of meatballs. Three packages of spaghetti. Thank you for calling it gravy, by the way. Okay. And I made it up, and I put it in a, a bunch of Tupperware and stuff like that, and put it away, because I heard yeah. the studies done that if you do yeah. chill pasta, it's, it's healthier for you because it becomes a more complex starch when you reheat it. So I, I'm doing it, and I've been eating for seven days. And I'm just about done with it. So what I do today? I had a day off. I made a big pot of beef stew. Uh, And three hours after, and I started eating and I ate and ate and ate and ate. ate. I ate and ate. Now I'm back. Um, Like, if I, tomorrow, if I wanted to, I could probably eat a lot. It takes a while. You got to get back into it. I think I got back into shape, uh, eating shape, when I was over in Poland. Because every fucking place you went, someone's going to offer you food. Every house. I love my friends in Poland. And we went over a house as soon as I'm, I'm driving and they, the same people that tell me they got a zero tolerance for alcohol so don't don't have a, if you are driving do not drink do not have a drink and I, I did that I go like this I I figured that was the safest thing to say hey listen um, do you put up a, a, a vodka or wine and I go oh I'm driving and they go wait you're the one that told me before I came over not to dr- drink and drive and you're still trying to push the drink because then we'd have to sleep over uh, over their house but then they're giving you cake yeah, and stuff like that. And whenever you go, cake! I I think we forget that sometimes that when someone comes over. My grandmother always used to do that. She would put out cookies. My one of my friends' mother's uh, in high school. One of my my best friend, a guy I room with in college. Um his mother came over one time and my mother made her a cup of coffee and brought her out a piece of cake. And, and she almost cried. Not because it was, she was touched that you know people still do that stuff. She remember as a little girl that. Right. And this was back in 81, 82. People had stopped doing that. Then when someone comes over, uh, they, we do do the drinks. We do the drinks, but not the food.
2: Well, we, you, you, know, know, you know, company's coming.
0: Yeah, My mom would say,
2: company's coming. Yeah. And when I learned to drive, companies coming, go, I don't have time to bake, because so, she would bake a cake. Yeah, go and get Go get a coffee cake. And if you didn't have coffee and coffee cake cookies, uh, you were not, you, you just weren't a good host or yeah. hostess. It was an expectation. It was nice, because what did you do? You went there, you, you sat around the table, you, you talked, you had company over, mm-hmm. you chit-chatted, and then everyone knew, hey, I'm not here all night time to go everyone had a family yep. uh, now it seems to be more like uh, the, the, the 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 niceties the formalities yeah the frilly stuff is gone it's you know pop open some beers or pour some drinks and usually the homeowner has to say hey i gotta i gotta go to work tomorrow i'm going to bed you know w- whereas when i grew up you never got to that point well
0: yeah i had a room i used to have a, a, a um Growing up, when I got out of Navy and stuff like that, whenever whoever your roommate was, I had a roommate who was working in the in the service industry, and I had a regular job. I had to get up. I had to get up at seven in the morning, and it'd be like uh, two o'clock in the morning, and all of a sudden, fucking people rolling into the apartment right there. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, what? You got to be kidding me. Same thing in that college. In college, um, I was a uh, in NROT, uh, Navy ROTC and. Uh, I, Thursday morning was an early day. I had to be uh, up at five, uniform, ready for drill and inspection, six o'clock. I'm a college kid living in a fraternity house because already you beer and all that stuff, so you got to still be disciplined enough to fucking wake up in the morning. The fraternity guys were the, had the toughest to do uh, 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 when it had to do things like that. And we, I got my ass out. and my, I remember one night, one of those early days my roommate came in and he put on Moby Dick. That's <laughs> up <Zeppelin>, Loby Moby Dick. <laughs> nice guy, Tom Brown, man. I love Tom Brown. He was a good guy. He was a cool dude. But he yeah. smoked a little weed and he wanted to hang out with his girlfriend. And I'm trying to sleep and he's hanging out. He's his to Moby Dick. Now, if you're gonna fuck your girlfriend, why are you putting on the music? Coming up there smoking weed and go and first of all, you smoking all the weed, he's coming up there and I gotta take a I, I'm worried about getting a contact high, you know what I mean? <laughs> and um I mean, just screw your girlfriend. And we had these, uh, you know, uh, we, we did space savers. We made a, a. Like bunk beds? Yeah, where you opened up the bottom and you put your desk underneath oh, and shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Or the couches underneath. And we put our desk yeah. on the other side too. So I'm like, I'll pretend to be asleep if you're going to fuck her and stuff like that. It's fine, man. It's like, I didn't know if he was trying to get me out. And I said, I got to be up in four hours, man. And then he goes in. So all of a sudden, it kept on creeping up. Moby Dick, I hear the drums. I say, how long is this f-? I never heard of before. See, but if you got out a coffee cake and some coffee, maybe he'd go home. Well, I, he did go. He did leave because I got up and broke the record. Hey, I gave you a coffee cake. I got, I got, Here's your coffee. No, coffee. no, no he's, my Get he's my roommate. He's my roommate. <laughs> Get he's my roommate. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's funny how the traditions uh, go with that. I understand you're going to show you're going to spend a lot of money at your wedding, and then you're impoverishing yourself. Essentially. Going in debt. Because uh, the groom at the wedding I went to was telling me how much money he spent. It was a significant amount for there. It would be similar to them spending, the way they earn money over there, $25,000. And they're not wealthy people. Not wealthy people. But they went so far out for it. That band was incredible. Everything was going on. And I'm sure that happened in yours. Right. And I go, well, I mean, we're reasonable people. We realize they're just starting out. Fuck, there's i mean we tried to give i think we gave them a uh a, a pretty big gift um try to recoup for everything that they spent and i go holy shit i go what what but there's no way i mean he tried to throw the ring in there I said the ring that's all you buddy the ring's on you. You're not going to get recoup your uh, gift yeah, for that. Or the photographer. That's your photographer use, But food, entertainment, uh, uh, rental thing, that's, that's on us. Yes, I understand that. But the, the other stuff you want to do, you know, honeymoon and all that stuff, that's all on you. But um, I, I, I don't get it in a reasonable sort of way. Meaning, like, how many calories can I eat enjoyably in a day? 3,500 to 4,000 if I space it out and overeat all day. I can overeat maybe 1,500. I mean, I'm, I think at my size, I'm supposed to be twenty-six, twenty-seven hundred 2,700 calories. Um, so I could probably do a, a, a little more over that. How about you?
2: I, I don't know the calories. I, I eat... Uh one, maybe twice a day, which I know is not the healthiest, but... Who's to say what's healthy, you know? Well, I don't know, but they, you know, everyone says, you know, break up your meals. You should eat often and smaller amounts,
0: but Depends often. on how big it is. I've never
2: been good at that. I wasn't raised that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, dinner's always been dinner. You eat your big meal, and if you have lunch, it's just, you know, a sandwich, no- nothing big. Um, so it's kind of what I do now is I have dinner,
0: Holy and
2: when I cook... Yeah. Brother, I cook. When you said gravy yeah. and, and beef stew, yeah. you know you can ask my partner. When I, when I make a gravy, ask Jenna. It, it's uh, six cans of crushed tomatoes, uh. meatballs, sausage, chun- chunks of beef. I mean, and there's enough there sauce good sausage to last up here you can get,
0: Is there a good sausage you can get? How's that stuff in public? Yeah,
2: well, okay, so the, the sausage I use that I like yeah. to my taste yeah. is, uh, believe it or not, it's, it's the Roman brand.
0: Yeah. Okay, okay.
2: Yeah. It's and good. I, now I've also tried the Publix, not the Winn-Dixie, but the Publix Italian sausage is just as it's just as good. It's fine.
0: I thought it. Was, I thought it. I mean, I thought it's something weird because they go, "Hey, I think it's pretty good." Now the Winn-Dixie <laughs> Italian sausage. Yeah. Yeah. Roman. Not so what do you use, hot, hot, hot or hot or? No, mild, mild. I like the mild too. Yeah. Yeah. The hot, the hot has less fat in it. Yeah.
2: And tends to get a little dry. So I like the mild; and it's fatty. it has more fat. It, it yeah. tastes good. The fennel that's in there is, yeah. is just right.
0: How about with your the meat mix when you make your meatballs? Do you do the lamb, pork, and uh, thing, or do you just do uh, mostly? I just use a eighty-five uh, percent lean yeah. ground beef.
2: Um, if I if I re, if I'm really making a, a, a what would be a formal gravy, yeah. it would be ground pork, ground beef. Um, I don't use lamb, I don't use this. It's pork and beef. Yeah. Um, partially, chopped up fine. Um, a little bit of breadcrumbs, some egg. Just a little bit Salt. of bread crumbs? Yes. I don't too much bread crumbs, you'll dry them out. Dry yeah, okay. Now, there's two things in my family. One side of my family will take the meatballs and sear them in a frying pan. Yeah. Or or my the way I do mine in will, the oven, yeah. My mom. What? Would make the meatballs and drop them right in the sauce and let them cook in the sauce. Oh, okay. Okay. I like both ways because my grandmother was part of that side that seared them.
0: Yeah. And
2: they have a slightly different taste. And I like it. But I also really like the way my mom.
0: Did. I always thought that you could do that when I'm thinking, well, I'm, I, I put them in the oven. I put them on a the thing and I put them in the oven at 375 and brown them. Right. I just keep on turning them. You can. And I turn just, them. It just sears in the juice. If you fry them in a frying pan, it's better because you quick sear them. A quick sear is better. You quick sear them and it keeps the juices in there. However, I see I make so many meatballs at a time. It's so hard to. Uh, it's so hard to yeah, turn. It's time consuming, isn't it? Because well, you got the frying pan out and you're. Yeah, you got to keep and, and, and on doing it. You them in the sauce. Yeah. yeah,
2: no, I just, what I've learned to do so, is. So, but you
0: can put them in, you can put them in raw right in there. Well, you're going gravy. to Your gravy Yeah, you're going to be sitting there for hours. hours. right? Every 20 minutes you make yeah. a stir.
2: Yeah, so just drop them in. And they cook fine. They're nice, they're juicy. Um,
0: I also put Parmesan cheese. My balls in. are so juicy. Shweaty balls? Sweaty, salty Shwedy. balls. And uh, you know what? That, I, yeah, and you want to finish? You're, I'm going to give you to sign up. We're almost at 50 minutes, and Jenna, you, you have a good conversation over well, there. I
1: just wanted to. Hey, Jenna, it. talk
0: about my sweaty balls. I yeah. just
1: wanted to talk about the sweaty chocolate balls.
0: No, but I, I made a bunch of balls last week. And yeah. they were a bit dry because I used, I they were, my balls were a bit dry.
1: Why were your balls so dry? There's Neosporin much, Too that. much,
0: too much, uh much, Neosporin doesn't. Hey. Gold, gold bond medicated powder. That
1: just dries your balls out even more? No,
0: it doesn't. It draws out the juice. Juicy, sweaty balls. Juicy balls. juicy balls. Juicy balls. <laughs> <laughs> Check out my juicy balls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I hate to send end the show with the uh the, uh, the sweaty sh- balls, balls after we're calling it Cub- cubanos, but I think we did address uh food. how the, food you know it's, uh, you food. guys
1: addressed food.
0: We did in the second half we talked about yeah, food. Yeah, but you're just yeah. making me happy. Yeah. It's just it's, an, it's just a just focusing in on Culture. Yeah. Culture. And, and it's just does, amazing it how much they spend on, food. on a food when you can only healthy consume a certain amount. And, and even with all that food, with all the booze, you still, I mean, as I put it, I guess I was hurting the next day after the no wedding. No kidding. But not as much as I should have been. Because of all the goddamn food. All the goddamn food. I shouldn't have said all the delicious food.
1: Did you gain a few pounds? And then pounds?
0: I went,
1: what? Did you gain a few pounds?
0: I didn't check. I'm going to check out. Yeah? Check out just, like, Thursday. Did you teach
1: another spin class or two? No, you know what?
0: My pants aren't any... I'm wearing... These pants were tight before I went, and they're about the same... T- not too tight. So I may have lost a little weight. Yeah. Because, you know, I tend to get... The Dancy. little squirtsies, if I, uh, ah! when I'm traveling. So you have marinated sweaty balls. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, I shower. I shower. I'm, I think I take uh, out. Somebody, I, I somebody, I, I
1: somebody I, put the chocolate from his I, hotel room into his
0: yeah. butt cheeks. Ooh. Oh, is that like the reverse Reese's peanut butter cut thing? <laughs> <laughs> you put chocolate in my underwear. That's you put underwear in my chocolate. Okay. Awesome. Well, this is Jim the Key's bartender. i like to thank Papa Joe. Papa Joe thank you, say thank hey, you. Thank, thank you, very you. No, much. thank you. And oh you don't have to say thank you. What am I saying? And I'd like to thank our consummate uh, co host, Jenna Kelly, for I being so focused, bullshit <laughs> so focused today. Stay So well. Hi guys. Bye guys. No, it works out good. Uh, thank you. Till next time.